Hey, this is Alan from Pro Wrestling Archives. I'm here with uh, Prince Nana. How are you doing, doing today, Prince Nana? Oh, I'm very irritated right now. All right? What's your name, Rick? Uh, that's Alan. This is Rick. We're both here with you. Alan, all right? I'm, I'm very irritated right now, all right, because you're interrupting my sushi lunch. All right, my friend? All right? I'm very, very upset right now, but it's good to be here with you. Where are you? In Allen Town? You're oh. in Allentown? <laughs> yeah, we're in, uh, we're in uh, Philadelphia, PA, or in the suburbs of Philly. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, you're in the suburbs. Okay, well, it's good to be on the show, all right? What's going on, guys? Oh, not much, man. It, it, it's an honor to be interviewing you, Prince Nana. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to ask you something, man. I, I find that some of the coolest personalities in the world of pro wrestling also have interesting backstories and interesting upbringings. Where did you grow up and how did you get into pro wrestling? Well, it's a very, very intricate story, all right? It's very intricate. I could be sitting here for hours and hours and hours talking to you guys about the foundation of Prince Nana, all right? But number one, all right, I was an exchange student, all right? I was an exchange student, all right, brought from Ghana to come to the United States and go to high school in, in New York City, Brooklyn, New York, all right? Okay. When I was in Brooklyn, New York, all right, in high school, I wasn't the greatest student, all right? I'm going to be very honest with you, <laughs> all right? I wasn't yeah. that great in the books, but I got great because I really wanted to be great. So I made sure that I was wow. in class, I made sure I showed up, this and that. But one of my greatest things was being able to sell lunch tickets in the fucking lunch room. All right, can I catch? Wow. Yes, can I catch? You can do whatever you want to do. All right, maybe you can blurt that out, but I used to sell lunch tickets, my friend. All right, straight up sell them. All right, get them off, and I learned how to hustle. All right, and I was growing up in the main streets of Brooklyn, you know, covering up this, this character, covering up the fact that I was training at Gleason's Gym in Brooklyn, New York, all right? Mm. Going through the beatdowns by Devon Dudley, getting beat up and, and, and taught the ropes by Big Vito, you know? And, 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 wow. and, one, of, and one of my greatest trainers, you know, um, the Baldy Angel, okay? But the, wow. My head trainer, my head trainer, of course, was Johnny Rods, all right? The unpredictable Johnny Rods. He's a okay. WWE Hall of Famer. You know, when you start talking about mentors and mentorship and, and someone who really put me out there to work, you're talking about someone like Jim Ketna, all right? He, he brought me into ECWA, all right? He allowed me to groom myself, grow, all right? I was able to stay on the main streets of Brooklyn and identify and find out who I was as I was coming up in the wrestling business. It wasn't easy, all right? It wasn't easy being in the main streets of Brooklyn, New York, and, and trying to transition into the wrestling world. But by the grace of God, it happened. Well. Okay. Now, um... Take, take, take the food out your mouth, guys. Come on. All right? Okay. <laughs> I'm drooling just now, all right? Okay. My goodness. Okay, now I got one of you guys play like the piano or the guitar, huh? That's uh, that would be Rick that plays the guitar. Man, I need you to play a good song for my girlfriend. All right, she's turning about thirty. 
all right, in the next few weeks. So I'm going to need you to play something for her soon on my YouTube, all right? Sure, a little birthday song for her? Yeah, maybe we can do a duet. You know, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah, Nana, I appreciate your musical skills, man. I heard you whistling on that track, man. Oh, man, thank you so much. Thank you so much. If I that was like some Marvin Gaye shit, man. That was crazy, man. I love I love music. Music has been embedded in Prince Nana since I was a very young baby. My, my mother, all right, my mother said when I came out the womb, you know, and, and a few weeks later in, in the crib, all right, I was whistling, all right, in the morning time, just whistling as a baby, like wow. just whistling. And then from there, it just always was something, you know, but you have to remember, I think, you know, when I was in the womb, my, my father, all right, rest in peace, he used to play the alto saxophone, all right? And when he played the alto saxophone, I think he used to play it when I was in my, my mother's womb. He used to play it very loudly, maybe. And then I kind of picked it up from there. But we have some musical genes in, 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 in our family, and I try to utilize that in, in, in music and, and, you know, try to write music and, and do sorts of things like that, like you saw. Okay. Yeah, wow. Cool. I got another question for you now. Um, what do you think of uh, racial inequity in music, wrestling, and uh, also why aren't you in uh, ROH anymore? Yeah, you know, it, the racial inequality in in the entertainment world, it's pretty harsh. You know, I have to tell you guys that. It's sad. You know, it's really, really sad. You know, when I first got into the wrestling business, racial equality and all this stuff really wasn't the top thing on my mind because maybe I was a kid. You understand what I'm saying, guys? I got okay. in at the age of 16. So I really didn't think about that, especially for the wrestling business, this colorful thing that everybody was involved with. You know, I saw black people in it. I saw white people in it. I didn't really think anything. And, you know, just coming up in the business, there's just many times and incidences where, um, you know, people have shown their true colors, whether it's been fans, you know, writing stupid things on, on social media. Or, 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 or wrestlers who uh, just don't, you know, um, try to step up their, their game by really telling people, you know, or really just supporting one, one another. You know what I mean? The only time people get supported is when they go to the big time companies. Come on. You understand what I'm saying? There's yeah. a whole yeah. list of, of guys, maybe 500 names. Okay, that I can say on this broadcast right now, and I can go up and down the list of these names of great, great competitors, great, great performers, great, great referees, great, great promoters, all right? And they never worked for any of those big companies, all right? And if they continue to work hard in their community, they can do something bigger if they just take out the negativity. And I think the biggest problem in the entertainment business is negativity. Because even for white performers, there's negativity going on, you know, within the, the businesses where they can't go up the ladder for whatever reason, all right? It's not only a black and a white thing, 
But it's right. a whole race thing. Let's just yep. put this whole race thing behind us. Okay, we I'm black, you're white. I love being black. You love being white. You love being Chinese. We all love being who we are, all right? If you are transgender, love being that. If you are straight, that's it. Love being... you understand where I'm going with this now? I'm yeah. Now yeah. let's just mm -hmm. put this all behind us and move forward and just entertain each other and have a, a, a great life. I don't understand yeah. what the problem is. You know, but as far as... What was the other question? Ring of Honor? Yes. I, I mean, I love the company. And, and I wish everything but the best to every single body on the roster who's worked hard to get there. That's the main thing that I can say because I am Ring of Honor. You understand what I'm saying? Like, nobody can tell me that I'm not. All right? Nobody. And nobody can, can take that away from me. All right? Yeah. So, you know, when I see new performers coming up the ladder, all right, and I see performers who work hard to earn a contract, it, it, it doesn't make me mad. It makes me happy, you know? Mm -hmm. When I was in Ring of Honor, would it have been nicer to, 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 to get these multi-billion dollar deals that everybody is getting? Absolutely. But, you know, I can't sit down and think about everybody. I can only think about myself. So as far as right now, you know, I'm not working with them directly, but we still have a, a, a good relationship. So there's no, like, bent bridges as far as I'm concerned, all right? And there's never, you never know when I might pop up, you know, somewhere, you know. But right now I'm just working... On, on, on my brand, you know, putting it out there. There's a lot of free time now on everybody's hands, so you might as well get involved with yourself and, and, and bringing yourself out to the open or doing something that you enjoy or learning something and so on and so forth. Like, you know, you guys, during the, the quarantine, you've learned how to scrub feet, okay, and learned how to, like, pick people's teeth, all right? So I'm thinking about hiring you guys maybe in the next few months, all right? Okay. I'm not saying now, but maybe in the next few months I might hire you guys. Okay. Thank you, Prince. Yeah, so question, Nana, how did you get with Ring of Honor to begin with? How did that all happen? You know, I, it wasn't, I, I was, it wasn't like a get with, get with thing. You know, it was just like a, um, hey, we're starting something thing. You understand what I'm saying? So it wasn't like, oh, wow, I like to get with that company. Like, you know, so I, like, I, I wasn't in the shoes that a lot of these wrestlers that come into ROH are in, which is like, oh, I want to go to that company. You know, I want to go to Impact. I want to go to... WWE, you understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, as a performer back in the 2000s, okay, where it was a very big time in, in independent wrestling in the New York City area, big, 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 big time, my friend. All right, it was a big time. Say big, big three times for me. Big, 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 big. Okay, there you go. That's how big it was in New York City, all right? So the was a very big thing, and, and Prince Nana was performing for 
many companies in New York, and, and there was one particular company, it's still around right now, they call it Impact Championship Wrestling, ICW, yep. in New York City, and, and basically, you know, I'm one of the four founders of that company when it comes to character, when it comes to, um, you know, um, crowd uh, participation, all right, and when it comes to aggravating or, 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 or or, or making a situation out of something, all right? This was one of the first companies where Prince Nana would walk through a curtain, and, and the crowd really recepted me for who I was and what I did yeah. in the previous shows. So every show that I came to, to New York City, I did my, my best, and there was a guy there that was working at the time. You know, I knew people, but I didn't know people because I was just doing my thing. You know, trying to just get my name out there. I'd already been in the wrestling business for maybe seven years at that point, you know, in the 2000s, you know. So I, I'm like already kind of like, you know, hey, this is what I do. You know, every day going down to train, I work, go to train, go train, come home, train, this train. Like it, there was no in-between stopping time when it, came, when it comes to going down to the gym and training from the age of 16 all the way to my, my mid-twenties or 30s, you know, just training. And still yeah. to today, you know, getting into the ring and training. But, you know, I, I bumped into a guy there who, who, who came to me directly, you know, and, and he went by the name of Gabe Zabowski. Yep, okay. I, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yeah, I used to buy uh, ECW uh, tickets off of him back in 97. Right, right. Mm. So you know what he used to do. Yeah. Right? And, 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 you know, he... This is a Paul Heyman guy, quote unquote. So you know, he came up to me. He came to me and he said, "Oh man, you know, hey man, my name is Gabe. You know, I just want to let you know how big of a fan I am of yours." Right? Wow. I'm saying it word for word. Okay? Yeah. I want to let you know how big of a fan I am of you and what it is that you're doing right now. And I want to let you know, um, you know, we're starting a new company. Me and the guy that I work with, Rob Feinstein. Okay. Right. So, you know, at that time, it was, oh, okay, well, here, take my number, man. I'd love to be down. You know, who's going to be on the roster? You know, and he was telling me, I said, man, I'd love to be a part of it. Just give me a call. But, you know, I didn't think, I didn't think anything of it, you know. Nobody really else in the back was talking about it or nothing like that. You know, I wasn't in. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There were guys I'm pretty sure. I'm, there were guys that I'm pretty sure that were like, "Wow, this guy spoke to me about this," and, and they knew what was really about to happen. But I didn't really know what was about to happen when 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 the first show happened uh, for Ring of Honor, which is, is which is a great thing because Ring of Honor has been around now for almost 20 years, and yeah. and it's, it's one of the top promotions in the United States. So okay. you know. From from there, I, I joined the company and I, I I was on the first show, and it's history from there, my friends. Okay. Nice. Now, um, did you guys brush your teeth this morning? Yes, I brushed my teeth this morning. <laughs> I, I hope so. All right, because the way that you're talking is like you don't have nothing in your mouth. All right. Okay. My God. Now, um, I got another one for you. Now, like you were in Ring of Honor. Now, like, um, what's your relationship with Cheeseburger from ROH? Because I know, like, I've I've uh, I got the experience to meet him and uh, work with him a few times. I was going to see if he had any uh, any experience with Cheeseburger. Oh, that uh, Cheeseburger is a really really good guy. I mean, he's doing everything that he, you know he needs to do 
to to make it in the wrestling business. Look, look this is a guy that performed at the um, you know the the Tokyo Dome, all right, in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people, and then he performed live on pay per view, you know, with Bully Ray, all right. So so Cheeseburger right now is an intricate part of of the juice that's going on at Ring of Honor. Um, he, he's a great guy. I know him from when he's young uh, in the business. Before he even got into the business, I know Cheeseburger, and he's always humble with me, you know. And, and, and I think the thing with Cheeseburger is that he is uh, open to learning from everyone in the business, and and that's a good thing, okay? And, and, and you know, he knows that my phone line is always open for him to give me a call regarding anything. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, why? What's your relationship with Cheeseburger? You tried to what? What happened? You tried to hit him? I uh, know. Like we <laughs> met him one time at uh, Classic Championship Wrestling, and uh, I also did another interview with him as well. And um, that's how I, I met him at uh, CCW. I also uh, at CCW. Uh, that's uh, Rob Noxious's promotion. We met another guy, uh, Delirious, from uh, Ring of Honor, and I got to interview him as well. Did you, did you ever get to work with Delirious at all? Oh yeah, Delirious is a good friend of mine. All right, you know when when it comes to wrestling, I try to keep him away from me when he's in running around the ring and the, the bell goes off. I don't want him to attack me. <laughs> All right, I don't want him to attack me. But very good guy. All right, um, a Ring of Honor guy, and you know the the company probably wouldn't be where it is right now with without without that guy. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a really good guy. I remember, like, the night that I met him, like, he wrestled another uh, indie indie wrestler that's uh, coming up, uh, Chris Banks, and they put together, they had an epic match. Uh, what what did you think about that, Rick? Chris oh, Banks. man, uh, good, good, good workers, man, you know? Chris yeah. Banks? Yeah, Mr. No Limits, or actually now he goes by the cool cat Chris Banks. He wrestled, um, he wrestled Delirious that night when we met him over at CCW. Are you talking about Chris Bay? So that's in in um I, that's in Impact. No, Chris Banks. Oh, Banks, Banks. Okay, I have to look him up. Yeah. All right, I have to look him up. All right, I thought you were talking about Chris Bay. All right, with that that just signed with Impact. Congratulations yeah. to. No, no, I got a question for you, man. Um, you know, I, I've never been to Africa. I've always been fascinated by African music and African arts and uh, acting and all that kind of stuff. Um, what, what, is, what is Ghana like? Is, is, that's where you're from, right, Ghana? Yes, from Ghana, West Africa, my friend. And, and you know, Kofi is from there, too. All right, Kofi is from there, too. Kofi Kingston, all right, format WWE, the world champion. All right. Gotcha. Uh, Ghana is a beautiful place, my friend. All right, there's, you know, when 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 people talk about Africa, all right, they automatically think that people are swinging on lines, all right, that everybody is starving and and there's just like animals walking all over the place. You know, Africa is a beautiful, beautiful place, and if there's any place that anyone should go in their lifetime, it should be there. Whether it's the West Coast, the South the east part of Africa, and, 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 you know, yes, there's poverty, yes, there's poverty going on, but there's also poverty in America, too, you know, and, and in places that I have driven by in America, like Baltimore, all right, when you're talking in Brooklyn, New York, in the east New York, 
Brownsville area, all right? Yeah. And, and these people need help too. So when you go to these places, you don't just go there to take a picture to say that you were there. Go there and help somebody. Help mm -hmm. somebody get out of the, uh, of the situation. Give somebody some positive vibes, this and that. And I think if you take that piece of advice from me, when you go on a trip to somewhere like Africa or the Middle East or something like that, you'll appreciate it more and you won't be afraid. Okay, when wow. you know that you're going out there to help somebody, all right, it gives you more of a reason to go, all right? People say, oh, I'm, what am I going out there for, this and that. Yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, you can go out there for the views and this and that, but you might get bored of that. Maybe if you go and help somebody or help a situation going on out there, even if it's a single person or family, that right there will make your trip to any third world country worthwhile. Wow. Okay. Very cool. Now, like, have you ever been to... Uh to Malawi, Af Malawi in South Africa or Liberia? No, no, no. I stick to Ghana. I stick to Ghana okay. right now. All right. I don't. All right. Don't put me in a trap now. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I stick to Ghana. Don't ask me about Malawi now. You're getting crazy with it. All right. Okay. Have you been to Milwaukee? Huh? No, Have you been no, to Milwaukee? No, I haven't been there. No. No, you haven't. All right. So why are you asking me if I went to Maui? All right. Next yeah. question. Okay. Now you guys, I was talking to my assistant. Well, okay, Nana, so um, who are some of your favorite I'm managers? It's Prince Nana, all right, when you're when you, talking to me, all right, you say Prince Nana, don't say hey Nana, all right, it's Prince Nana. Prince Nana, man. Much respect, much love, man. Uh, what, what, what were some of your favorite managers, man? Like some of your people that have influenced you? Favorite managers in the history of the management business. We've got to talk about, obviously, one of the greatest that I knew coming up, Bobby the Brain in it, mm -hmm. Reverend yeah. Slick. All right, Reverend Slick. Oh, Slick. You've got to be talking about Paul Heyman. You've got to be talking about Mr. Fuji. All right. Ooh. You've yeah. got to be talking about, you know, Teddy Long. Yep. Wow. You've got to be talking about Julius Smokes. you got to be talking about, these are, these are the people, all right? got to be talking about, who's the guy that says you, you, you person that geeks? Who's that? Fred Blassie? Yeah, Fred Blassie. Freddie Blassie. Yeah. Right? Okay, there's so many that have enhanced talent over the years and make people very big, 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 big superstars. And those those are, are some of the people that I respect in this business that mm -hmm. have, you know, that I've watched and that have helped groom Prince Nana to, yeah. to, to be able to talk Prince Nana. I'm a huge fan of Slick myself, man. And uh, I thought it was very interesting how he brought in the Marcus Garvey stuff into wrestling because you hear that in music a lot with, with reggae music, but then you don't see that in wrestling very often. And you no, that at the late 80s. You don't, you don't. And, and the late 80s was a time where, you know, if you didn't have hip-hop music going on, it was like a soul music going on in what you had, you know, on television, you were doing something wrong. So, you know, Vince McMahon, you know, who, you know, a lot of people fault him for a lot of things, but you got to understand, he's a businessman, an entertainment writer, all right, producer, and, and, and he always was able to kind of infuse a little bit of soul, all right? And yeah. 
into what it is that he was doing. Because you got to remember, he always was able to have the black dollar, all right, coming in. You know, as well. wow. concern when it comes to the WWE market. And, and, and that comes from, you know, throwing some interest in there, you know, from their background. So, right? you, have, you know, back then, Reverend Slick was the, you know, the Reverend, you know, with a little bit of comedy in it, you know, but yeah. Vince McMahon and the rest of the business and the managers in the business, you know, they were there to enhance. And someone like Slick did an awesome job of it. You know, yeah. his portrayal of, of what he did as a manager. You you, you like any of his pops and stuff, uh, Rufus R. Jones? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching some of that the other day on, on YouTube. You know, yeah. very, very good stuff. You know, it, it's it's like, you know, people like him should be in the, in the, is he in the WWE Hall of Fame yet? I don't think he is. You know, I'm the one who should be. You know, did, Absolutely. You know I have a quick question for you guys. Yeah. When they did the WrestleMania with the closed circuit, they didn't do a, 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 um, a Hall of Fame this year, right? No, they didn't. And it's because, like, the whole uh, COVID-19 lockdowns right. and all, too. So they uh, they kind of put that on hold. Okay, so they didn't even announce it or do something like, you know, on YouTube. Oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, because you actually... Know, He's actually a member, too, like uh, British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith was going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame this year, too. And yeah, that was the last thing that I heard, yeah. yeah his daughter, One Georgia. Yeah, his daughter, Georgia, was going to induct him in, uh, into the Hall of Fame, which, yeah, me and Rick uh, got to meet Georgia, like, a couple of years ago with MLW. And, like, um, I remember she was saying about how, like, she was supposed to come out and induct Davy Boy into the into the Hall of Fame. That would have been awesome, man. And he definitely deserves it. One of the pioneers in the business. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Prince Nana, what do you think about, like, the whole thing with the empty arena matches with WWE and all what they've been doing since, uh, with the COVID-19, they're not allowed to have actual live audiences and they've been mainly just recording out of the performance center? You know, it's something that's unfortunate going on in the world, which is this COVID-19 thing, you know, but the WWE has to had to figure out a way to to continue to produce and perform. You know, um, you know, and, and you know, I know that the health concern is a, is a number one thing. And and WWE, I think they made this clear to to the performers that they had the the right to you know you know just stay home if they didn't feel comfortable coming out. You know, I, I believe there's some other kind of, you know, measurements taken so then this way their, their well-being is fine. But, you know, there are guys that, and girls who are able to work if they are able and winning, willing and fine and clear to work, you know, then, then they should be able to because this is a sports entertainment company, you know, geared towards entertainment. You know, there's a lot of... Um, production companies that are still in production in the Hollywood business, you know, with closed circuits, you know, of only the people that matter there. And and that's what the WWE is doing uh, to the best that they can, keeping it as closed as possible. Only WWE personnel that need to be there. Anyone else that doesn't want to be there, doesn't have to be there. And anyone that is able to be there and wants to work and, and, and continue to work as long as they're fine and they know they're fine and they can pass a wellness check, 
then they should be there because people have to provide for their families. Now, the people that they release, the people they release from WWE, now that's a different story. Okay, now like AEW's been doing the same thing with the, uh, so that they could produce a show every week. Like, what do you think about AEW? I love it. AEW is uh, what we call um, a new beginning. Okay. And, and right now to see so many of my good friends on TV and to also see a lot of my, you know, um, people that looked up to me, I guess, on TV that I've mentored over the years, it really means a big deal to me. It really means a big deal to me. I give, I, I do, I, I give nothing but blessings to that whole uh, team over at EW uh, on TNT. Yeah, I gotta say, I, I've been a pretty big fan of AEW so far, and it's weird because I can see where somebody like Jim Cornette comes from with how he, how there's certain aspects of it that aren't good, but I find that I find that I look forward to watching it every week. Because, you know, it, it, it's wrestling. You know, wrestling isn't supposed to be perfect, all right? It's, it's you know, we all are grown-ups here. Okay, and mm -hmm. I don't want to say it any further than that. Okay, yeah, we're all grown ups here. Okay, yeah. but this this is our this is all of our, and that includes the fans. This is includes the wrestlers. This is all of our um, release from everyday life. You know what I want to say? Being mm -hmm. in the wrestling yeah. business, watching the wrestling business. Whatever it is, you know, a lot of people would work in the wrestling business for free. They would work at AEW for free. A lot of people would work at WWE for free. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a lifestyle. I mean, of course, you need to feed your family. You know, you can't be a fool. You know, but, but you have to just understand that, you know, what... Jim Cornette says is what Jim Cornette thinks. And that's yeah. it. That's it. Yep. You know, some other people might say, oh, I agree with him. Some people say I don't. And, and, and that argument will go on forever and ever. It's just like, oh, where did the coronavirus come from? The Wuhan um, meat market or the lab? Like, people are going to be saying it both for the forever and ever in life. So, you know, you might as well just go with, you know, what you feel. Yeah. Right, as an individual works for you. If you don't like it, turn it off. If you like it, keep watching it. Share it. You know? Go to try and work there. Yeah. 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 Interesting stuff. I just started discovering NWA Power on YouTube, and I, I found that that was a pretty interesting take on 2019-2020 wrestling, because I felt like there was a freshness about all that. Have you seen any of that stuff, Prince Nana? I love it. I love it. I know the executives produce that very well. Um, I, I think that, again, that's another new um, avenue for wrestlers to um, get their names out there to a level that um, needs to be seen, which is on the NWA level. NWA is known for all of the great things that it's done throughout the years and the great performers that have been produced from that company. 
So why not, you know, now, you know, everyone know about it and they show on YouTube uh, that they can, you know, go and watch it and enjoy it, you know, and, and really, really kind of, um, you know, get another taste of what the wrestling business is all about. Because it's not just the bright lights in the big city. Sometimes it's just the smaller, you know, I think NWA, they should, you know, start doing shows or something because they already had a smaller situation going on so I think they should get back to working as soon as possible as long as performers want to work and, and, and everyone gets passed with their, their wellness check and so on and so forth and everything is you know done correctly alright if there's a, a city that doesn't want um, things to open then they can't open but if there's a city where you know they can do the event and they can do it safely then why not okay now um, I saw on uh, Facebook that you uh, that you posted a, a GoFundMe page that you're trying to raise money. Now, could you talk a little bit more about that and like what your what your hopes are for that whole thing that thank you're doing? You, thank you for bringing it up. You know, I'm, I'm not a beggar. I'm not a beggar because Prince Nana is number one. I have I'm very well off. Okay, when I say well off, I'm able to get food. I'm not you know like starving or anything like that. I have make sure that. I have health insurance, and then I also always had other things like that going on um, in my financial pipeline, okay? Um, you know, but one thing I always wanted to do was use the resources that I made in the wrestling business to put back into things that I can put out there for the wrestling business. Because for many years, I've used my capital for the wrestling business to perform and entertain for the fans and so on and so forth. So I, I have really put in a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money, a lot of money in my career for the pro wrestling business. So I, I just really want to, you know, put something out there so this way the fans, you know, who appreciate Prince and I can give back by, you know, donating funds towards the book that I'm writing. It's an autobiography in regard to myself and the embassy. All right? It's called The Embassy Forever, a pro wrestling memoir. Okay? And, and basically, the book is just going to go over my life from the beginning till now in the wrestling business, the ups, the downs, the people, the good, the bad, the ones that came to my home in Brooklyn, the ones that didn't come, the ones that called me for help, the ones that didn't. Everything is going to be in there. You know, from the people I trained with to the people that like me to everything, I'm going to just keep it very candid and keep it very honest in the book. And I'm hoping that, you know, fans can go to the GoFundMe and, and support it. And if they don't want to support that, they can go to my Patreon page, all right? It's all on my Twitter and everything. And at Prince King Nana, all right, at Prince King Nana on Twitter, and they can find all of that information on Patreon, on, 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 on GoFundMe, and they can support the book and the pro wrestling company that I'm hoping to start in 2021 if you guys, you know, are with it and support and, and help me make it happen. Okay, and I'm also going to, for anybody watching or viewing this, I'm also going to put that information in the uh, description of this video, too, so... You guys can just go down to the description and just uh, look it up as well. You better put it there. I'm going to come and find you. <laughs> all right? 
Yes. I'm going to come and find you and I'm going to make you eat peanut butter soup with turkey neck. All right? It's delicious. All right? Look yes. it up online. Okay. Yes. You think I'm feeding you something? Just ask me uh, what it would be like to go to Africa. And then I'm telling you at this, one of the greatest dishes we have, and then you're laughing at me. Huh? I did eat Ethiopian food before, which was pretty good. I have, I, here you go again. You trying to be funny? All right, I've eaten hot dogs also myself, my friend. All right, yeah, and it was pretty good too. All right, are you kidding me? All right, I've only eat Ghanaian food. All right, don't okay. go crazy now. All right? Okay. Just get out of the hot dogs all your life. Don't be trying to think that I eat other people's food. All right? I got right? you. I got you. Yeah. Alan, you got to understand the difference between west, east, north, south, all that kind of stuff. I got you. I got you. That's good for you. All right? That's good for you. I'm eating Thai food right now. Right? Do you think I want a cupcake for that? My goodness. Okay. Bulu. Uh, Prince Dada, man, I really appreciate you, man. I really respect you. Don't piss me off on this thing here, all right? I like you guys, all right? Don't piss me off. Yeah, we won't piss you off, man. Prince Dada, we, we need people like you in the wrestling world, man. This is what we need, you know what I mean? I don't know what else to say. Hey, listen, you know, this is why I've been in it for almost 26 years. And, and and all I ever wanted to do was work for for Vince McMahon, especially before, you know, anything crazy. You know what I mean? Because I, I think and I know that, that he would appreciate me. I know that the people working there would appreciate me. But, you know, hey, if, if I don't go there, I have to do other things to make it happen. That's why I'm on this podcast. That's why I'm here right now, pushing everything, and I'm trying to be as honest and as helpful with anybody who wants to get the help. Because you got to remember, I've made stars in this business. And if I've been able to do that, I can do anything, all right? Mm -hmm. And you can do anything, too, if you believe in yourselves. Yep. I appreciate that, Chris. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Absolutely. All right, so now can I go back? To watching my my show, all right, the Fifty Cent show, before life, after life, all right, whatever it's called, all right. And oh, I want to remind everybody: go to YouTube right now and subscribe to my page, all right. Subscribe to my page, the Prince Nana Show, all right, the okay. Prince Nana Show on YouTube. Get it, all right. Go on Twitter at Prince King Nana, Instagram at Prince King Nana, all right. Send me a message, follow me, tell me you had the show, and don't be fools, all right? Don't do it. And that'll all be in the description of the video, too. Are you talking to me or are you talking to them? Like, oh, I don't know who you're talking oh, to at this point. Oh, I'm talking, to the, I'm talking to the viewers. Are you okay? Are yeah, you okay. okay, my friend? Yeah, I'm just talking to the viewers to let them know that it'll all be in the description. All right, I think they had that or they heard that already. All right, they heard that, my friend. Yep. I think you, I think you guys need to arm wrestle or something, man. Get this, <laughs> Shut it up. <laughs> Shut it up. I'll break his arm. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> all right, that chicken arm. All right, it's like a chicken wing. From there. <laughs> so, all the Chinese stores that close, it's like a chicken wing from there. 
right. Jesus. Yeah. All right. You guys have a good one. I'm going to go ahead and finish my food, all right, and make sure that you all follow me on my social media. All right? You guys have been good to me, all right? Awesome. I haven't forgotten you guys for that nail-clipping foot job, all right? I have that waiting <laughs> to you guys in the next two months. Right. I'm going to let you know. Right. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you very much. It was an honor to have you on the show.